0: Welcome to the Did You Know podcast with me, your host, Shannon Laney. I will be diving into all those faux pas conversations we aren't supposed to talk about. Hopefully, as I self-discover these oh shit moments, you will have a point of reference to conquer your life individually. Now sit down and pass the blunt. Hey y'all! So today you guys are in for the conversation of friendships. Did you know that when you Google friendships, the top three questions that come up are how many friends does the average person have, how friendships affect your health, and what is the value of friendship? Well, I have all these answers and more with some personal experiences of how I think to best answer these. Okay, so first question was, how many friends does the average person have? When I first started Googling this to get the answer, there was something like nine people, ten people, just some outrageous numbers, and I'm over here thinking like, mm, I would say I have three really good friends, and then I have a handful of more so acquaintances than actual like deep friendships. But the Google answer Is the average American has three friends for life. Five people they really like and would hang out with one-on-one. And eight people they like but don't spend time with one-on-one or seek out. Most people have remained close with friends they met when they were younger. And this is... This fact is produced by... Average American has the many actual friends study. Whatever that is. So... I believe this to be true. I can think of three friends right now that I would consider my end-all-be-all friends. Like I can call them and they may not pick up right away because they're all super busy, but they will call back and they will help me out with whatever. And then I definitely have a group of people that if I want to go do something and those people are busy, I'm going to hit them up. Or these are people that My three friends are into the activities that I want to do, so I know I can hit these people up. Like I have people who I can go work out with. I have people that live downtown Austin, so I know when I'm downtown and I want to grab a drink or I want to go on a walk around Lady Bird Lake or I want to smoke, I have people I can hit up and do those things with. And it's definitely helpful having in a range of friends because I feel like if you are stuck to just Even three friends, where some people only have one, but just three friends. You're limiting yourself to experiences, and it's definitely helpful to have those people. Now, when it talks about you have friends that you've been friends with since you were younger. Today, my mom actually had someone call her that she's been friends with since the 8th grade. And I'm just, the idea of thinking of my mother in the 8th grade is just weird But she's kept up with him for that long. And I don't even know the age difference that puts it at. But it's definitely more than 30 years of friendship. Whereas I don't have any childhood friends. I think that the last group of friends I had that I held on to from childhood due to mistakes I've made as well as us just growing apart and vice versa... I don't have them in my life. So for me, I do think that quality is better than quantity. But I'm always looking to make new friends. I'm always looking to share special moments with special people. And I do think it is possible to have room for more friends. With that being said, I am very blessed to have three people that I can call my good friends as well as the other handfuls of people that I can reach out to to hang out with. I know that there was definitely a chunk in my life where when people talked about throwing birthday parties, and they're like, oh, I have like 12 people coming. And I'm just like, bitch, where? I don't have that many friends. How do you call those people your friends? And as I've gotten older, I realized like, oh, that's their friends that they hang out with on occasion not their three good friends so I do kind of agree with this statement the more I think about it the more I agree with it it definitely would be interesting to hear from other people if they have the same situation or if they think that this fact is like just completely off okay second question how do friendships affect your health This one was an interesting one to me. I was wondering what they were going to say. But Google says, friendship is an important factor in our physical health. But what effects does it have on our mental health? Well, good friendships have a myriad of benefits, such as increased feeling of belonging, purpose, increased levels of happiness, reduced levels of stress, and improved self-worth and confidence. This fact was stated by MindWise, how friendship affects your physical and mental health. So for me, I can definitely agree with this again. Um, Google just knows everything, I swear. But I, the best way I could kind of relate this to explain why I agree with it is just going through hard times. So when... My ex and I broke up. When it first happened, I was totally fine. Everything was good. Then he got spiteful and did some pretty nasty things. I woke up to finding nudes of myself posted on social media. And it was just the most invasive, violating thing I've probably ever been through. Especially... Seeing that it was done by somebody that I thought so highly of for so long. And I just broke down, literally fell to the floor, bawling. Like, I couldn't breathe. I was crying so hard. And my friend was there. I lived with her at the time. And she just held me. Like, didn't say anything, just held me. And I don't know how I would have handled that if I didn't have her and my other friends came around me and supported me some gave me some pretty harsh truth and just slapped me with the face and was like you know what get your shit together like don't give him those tears don't allow him to affect you where other friends gave me that like tender like it's okay like what can we learn from this are you okay like do you want to go out do you want to stay in like just completely nurturing. And so I got all the different aspects I needed in order to move on from that relationship. It did end up taking a pretty long time. I have to say I am over it now, and I'm thankful that all the things happened that happened because it allowed me to really grow this past year. But then an example of friends not being there is I had a pretty scary sexual experience with a guy from Bumble and my friends were just too busy for me and I get that they all have their own lives and it's definitely hard where I'm the only single one in the group and one is about to get married and her family she's not only dealing with her family she has her fiance's family and they all have their stuff going on as well as my other friend she is a kid plus they might as well be married. They've lived together for a while. Um, her mans. And so she has all of those families that she's dealing with. And then my other friend, she's single, but she's very involved with her family and her, most of her family is pretty old. So she's dealing with all of that. Not to mention that when I went through this dating scare, I was doing this over the holidays. So I had to manage the fact that, Oh, I may not have to worry about anyone else's schedule besides my own, and I only have my family, which is my dad, my brother, and my mom, but they're over here with a plethora of family that they're dealing with. And I definitely took it pretty hard, and I made it meet all these things. They don't love me anymore. I'm not worthy of friendship. Like, I'm just this awful person, and they don't like me. I'm there for their convenience. All this really bullshit that my ego just wanted to put me down and make me feel like shit. And I definitely believe that friendship is a source of self-love and a source of mental health. When you have your friends, you have people to bounce ideas off. You have people to validate you. Now the trick is definitely for a strong friendship, you need to be able to stand on your own and not need them. Because if you come into a relationship, friendship, or dating where you are solely relying on the other person to dictate your happiness, you will never be happy. So I am thankful for this past year where I am out of a relationship. I'm now single and I'm very happy. And my friendships, like there was definitely a chunk of time where I questioned if they would even be my friends in the new year because. They weren't showing up the way I needed them to show up. I didn't express that, but that's how I was feeling. And now we're all able to do our own thing and know that we still have love for each other and that we all are just growing up. And I'm not taking it personally. But I also was forced to go through that. Now, if I didn't make that realization of self-love and self-worth Probably want to be friends with them right now. I probably would have made it into this big thing. I probably would have texted them or blown them off or something really passive aggressive and immature. And I'm just so thankful that my friends have patience for me and are willing to be real with me and allow me to have my moments as I allow them to have theirs. So I agree that friendships are important. They're there for you no matter what. Even if your best friend is your mother or your dad or your brother or sister, it's important to have those people in your life because what's the point of going through life alone? Like in the end, yes, we're the only ones living our lives. We're the only ones that are affected through our decisions and the end all be all of it. But why would you want to do it alone? What's the point of being at the top and no one to share it with? So... If you don't have friends, seek them out. Hit your girl up. I'm happy to be your friend. I'm always happy to make new friends. Drum roll, please. (laughs) Lame. Okay, so the last question was, what is the value of friendship? And Google's answer is, good friends are vitally important to your mental health and the quality of your life. To live and to love are inseparable from each other. Friendship is an opportunity to love, to learn about yourself, to mature as a human being, and to open up to the full experience of life. This fact was by Glenora Registered Psychologist, entitled The Value of Friendship. I completely agree with this. So... I'm going to give you an example of something that happened to me literally last night and how I reacted versus how I probably would have reacted even just a couple months ago. So last night it was, I don't know, like six o'clock and a friend of mine was like, hey, I really want to go out tonight. Would you be down? Well, I blew her off the other day because I was like, I'm too tired. I don't feel good. I don't want to. So, the second time she asked me, I was like, okay, I need to go out. I need to be there for her. Like, she's having boy drama, and I know what that is like. And I didn't work today, so why not? So, I get all ready, meet her at her place. We get her roommates to come along. And I show up, and she's already pretty buzzed. And so, we get ready. We get downtown. And, like... Two seconds into stepping on 6th Street, we get offered first round on us. So that's obviously where we went. So we go there. We're dancing, having a good time. We go into, no, that was actually the same bar. So that same bar, a guy starts hitting on her. And we just let her do her thing. Like, she's so enamored in this guy willing to buy her a drink. I'm like, look, get over this other guy. Go for it. And then as we're leaving the bar, she tries to text this other guy. And all of us are like, bitch, put down the phone. Like, here's a random fact for you. It's pretty vulgar. So sorry if you have sensitive ears. But I read this fact that said, masturbate before you text him. We make stupid decisions when we're horny. So if you ever want to talk to that ex or to that booty call or whoever that person is that's been playing mind games with you, treat yourself first. Before you reach out to them. And you will probably not text them. Side note. So we go to this other bar. We get another round of free drinks. We're having a good time. And her roommates are ready to go. So they left. We decided to go to this bar. She kept trying to go to this one bar all night. So finally I went with her. And we get upstairs. And she's like. Oh my God, that's him. And I'm like, this bitch knew that he was going to fucking be here. But you know what? She looks hot. Like, let's, let's show her off. Well, she goes over to him, starts talking to him. Doesn't introduce me at all. Just, I don't even know how to describe what happened. So I start talking to this nice guy and we are just talking while that's all going on. They disappear for a little bit. She comes back and she's like, so we're going to leave. So I'm like, okay, we're going to go. Like, let's go. And she's like, no, we're going to leave. Mind y'all, I specifically let her know that right now I do not have the money to be getting an Uber or anything. Like, I was like, I'm broke. I'm happy to come down and go out with you, but I'm not spending any money. Like, I physically have $10 in my bank account. So I told her, I was like, no, no. We're going to go home because my car is at your house. How am I going to get to your place? She's like, do I need to order you an Uber? I'm like, yeah, and you're going to go home with me. Well, she orders me an Uber and he orders an Uber for them. This random dude walks with us to make sure that I get in the car safe. And all she keeps saying over and over is don't bring this dude back to my house and sleep with him, which... I'm sorry, but if you would bring some random ass dude to somebody else's house and sleep with them in their bed, one, they're not even there, and two, it's not your space. It's, it's pretty fucking ratchet, in my opinion. Um, So let's just say that's not me. So I was offended that that was brought up, but she got in the car with him, and she left. And I'm standing with this guy that I just met. Thank God he's a gentleman. And just waited with me until the Uber came, and I got in the car and got home. And instead of texting me to make sure I'm okay, she texts me, "Not on my bed, not on my couch." So normally, like just when I tell people that this happened, they get all upset. Like, what the fuck? Like that's such like girl code. How could she leave you downtown? Blah, 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 blah. Normally, yes, I would feel this way and I'd be really upset. But I thought about it and I was like, is this something that I need to emotionally process? Is this a problem that I want to take on? And the answer is no. So through my other friendships and how good they are to me and how they've been to me and how they haven't left me downtown, I know that that's the kind of relationship I want. So when this happened, I was able to look at it and be like, you know what? I get it. Like there was a time in my life when pleasing the guy that I was talking to, no matter how shitty he was to me, and if he hadn't been talking to me, if he made plans with me and just never texted me, the minute he texted me, I would be there. And having my friends judge me for it was harder than knowing myself, that I stooped to that level. So I wasn't going to judge her for that. Like, I get it. Especially when you've been drinking, you just want to have sex. Especially if it's with someone that you genuinely really like. Now, I just had to let her know. I just was like, hey, you know what? what my three values, loyalty, honesty, respect. As long as there's those three things, we're good. Now... Leaving me downtown when I specifically came out for you and I had no other way to get home. That's just, you know, against girl code. I feel like that should be against bro code. Like you just don't fucking leave someone downtown. So I became very clear that this is somebody that I can't fully trust. And we just have different values. So this is somebody that like I would happily hang out with again I would just know that I need to show up with my own vehicle or I at least need to make sure I have money on a card so that I can order my own Uber. So I think when you think about a friendship and it allows you to learn about yourself, I think that comes full circle between you know, learning what you love about yourself, what you don't love about yourself, and what you don't need to work on anymore. I definitely think when something bothers you and something and something else and somebody else, that's something that you need to work on. So if I see someone doing something and it irritates me, I really have to sit back and think like, oh my God, am I doing this? Is this something I'm doing? I'm judging them right now. What about this is upsetting me? And it, it really forces me to reflect and be like, do I really need to be going down this rabbit hole of emotion? in dealing with this. If yes, I work on it. If no, I get over it. So I think friendships, whether they're lifelong friendships or they're just friendships for a week are important. And any type of relationship you have in life allows you to grow. I mean, the whole purpose of life, in my opinion, is to be loved and have fun and just Peter Pan syndrome where you are a kid all the time and if it's anything else like there's no point in my opinion so I'm so thankful once again for my friends and the lessons that they're constantly teaching me through watching them through them helping me grow by pointing out like hey don't do this anymore this doesn't work that doesn't work like just the lessons that relationships bring to my life Through all of these things, I've learned how to be a better friend as well as be very clear about my own personal boundaries. But I want to go on from here and welcome y'all to be my friends. So if any of you want to make more friends, I'm accepting applications. Literally, if you like coffee, if you like dancing, if you like the water, if you like going on hikes... Pretty much anything I'm down to try at least once. If it's not my thing, I'll still support you. But if you want to follow me on Instagram at into period the growers and engage with me on there, slide in my DMs. Or if you just have questions about what we talked about, would you have handled any of the situations that I explained differently? Do you agree with Google's answers? Or do you think it's not? Right. So please, please, please reach out to me. I just want to make sure that I'm talking about things that not only I want to hear about, but other people want to hear about. Like the whole point of this is to have people have questions answered. Questions they either didn't even know they needed answered or questions that they had in their head and they're like, okay, no one's talking about this. Am I just alone over here thinking these things? You're not alone. The best thing to think, Sandra Yancey told this, pretty sure I mentioned this on my first episode, but she said, they are waiting for you to start. So sometimes it takes you starting, it takes you asking the question, it takes you doing whatever to light the fire under someone else's ass to get it done. Or to have those questions answered. So go for it. On next week's episode. I will be talking about family. And even sooner. On Thursday. I will be having two special guests on my podcast. Asking them questions. About relationships. In regards to family. Friendship and dating. Love and joy.